Anybody have any questions? Any questions? I have a question. I'd like to ask you some questions. I'm sorry, but all questions must be submitted in writing. Just because I don't have the answers to your questions doesn't mean there aren't any. Oh, you can ask questions. Remember, there are no stupid questions, just stupid people. Welcome back to Money Life. And no, 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 there are stupid questions at times. And people who ask stupid questions, they're not necessarily stupid people. So, hey, you know, let's instead embrace the fact that we've got great questions here on the show. And sadly, of course, my my working time with Raging Bull is coming to an end, although I do believe that they'll be involved in the show down the line at some point, and we have talked about that, and a number of you have made suggestions for that. But Morris in Bradenton, Florida, had a great question for me. And he said, Chuck, I've really enjoyed the Raging Bull experts, and I do hope you're able to keep some on the show. I also have some suggestions for how you might change the show going forward, and I'm not going to regale you in Morris's suggestions, but Morris, I appreciate those, and we'll talk about those separately. But the end of your time at Raging Bull gives me a question, which is, what's the most important thing you learned from working with traders? You've said that you really benefited from the experience. So what did you learn that you consider most important? If there's one lesson that you took away that we should remember if we're going to do any trading, what would it be? Morris, it's a great question, and I very much appreciate you asking it. So let me tell you, to me, the there really are two things here. One is turning risk-reward in your favor so that you are not looking at it's trading as a 50-50 proposition. This is something that I think is both important on a personal level, but I also think it's very important on the level that helps me as a journalist understand what traders do. Because the vast majority of journalists say, well, you know, if you're going to be a market timer, you have to be right 50% of the time. But if you're going to be a trader, whether you're using a market timing system or whatever, if you size it and you say, I'm only going to buy when I see a risk that is you know, one quarter of the reward, I don't have to be right 50% of the time. If you're buying something, and I'll keep the numbers very simple here, where you have $5 of upside, but your stop losses are $1 away. So every time you're right, if you're right all the way, you make five bucks. And if every time you're wrong, you go all the way to your stop loss. Well, if you are right one time, you make five bucks. And on your next four trades, you lose. Then you've lost $4 on those four individual $1 trades. And you are still up a dollar. So you only have to be right one in five times. That changes the math so that trading can work a lot better and a lot differently. So that's one. But then the other is good traders trust their eyes and what they see because they know what they are looking at. So not only are they sizing the trade right, but they do not do anything on hunches they do it on the basis of this is what a candle tells me to do. I'm looking for confirmation. When I see it, I will act. It is never 
oh, I thought I saw this. I wanted to see this. I'm looking for this. There is no wishful thinking here. There is, I saw this happen. I would need to see confirmation. If I see confirmation, I am willing to act. Without confirmation, I am not willing to act. And that means I want to see something that I truly believe in. And that could be a certain candle pattern. It could be what happens with the chart. It could be using certain indicators, relative strength index, along with what's been happening. You might be using an oscillator. But whatever it is, there is a courage of the convictions that is born out of, boy, I understand what I'm looking at. I've seen this pattern before. I know how this is going to play. And then, of course, I've sized my risk and reward right. And it's funny to me because, you know, I've told the story many times of working with Raging Bull and Keith Kern from Raging Bull, part of the Lightning Alerts chat room, and how he is trading his work product when he was talking with me for stories. He wasn't actually trading it physically. He wasn't going off and doing it. But he's a day trader. And if he's trading in gold, he wants to make sure that the tide of gold is not running away from him. So he's looking at the GLD or GDX or whatever it might be to get the sense of the gold miners or the gold or gold itself. And if he sees something there, he was writing about it and he was consistently right. And yet he wasn't trading it. Why? Because as consistently right as he was, he was using this to inform other trades and it was just more important for him to use that information there. To me, that's a case of somebody saying, I have the courage of my convictions and I'm not even going to put in something else. I'm just going to say, look, this is what I expect to happen. That's what he was talking about with me. But what he was trading, high, high conviction. If you can develop that courage of your convictions, then I believe you can trade successfully. And so for everyone who says, oh, trading is impossible, market timing doesn't work, etc. I don't think they understand how it works. And no, I'm not going to change suddenly because I'm going to be going back to, you know, writing for the Wall Street Journal or doing whatever and not working with traders every day. I would love it whether you are a short-term investor or a long-term investor. If you had the courage that these guys had to say, here, I'm making this move. I believe it. I'm in. Now I'm going to make that trade. If you've got that, you can be a successful trader. You can be a successful long-term investor. You could be a successful entrepreneur, just about anything. But that mindset, the trader's mindset, that's the thing that is most important. Find the things that you believe in, and that will be the key. If you follow them unwaveringly, and they work for you, that will be the key to successful trading. And that's what I learned in my time at Raging Bull more than anything else. Morris, thanks so much for the question. For everybody else out there, if you've got questions, chuck at moneylifeshow.com. The Raging Bull folks will be here all week, by the way, so don't miss that because we're not done with them by a long shot. All right, we'll be back with today's big interview, Tom Melcher from PNC Asset Management. The Money Life continues in just a moment. 